Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. again to win that number we've got two happy hosts this week two games two wins two clean sheets and an england call up i'm your host ray hunt joining me as ever is the moscow mush kevin milverton say hello kevin Dobry vichem. good evening you're right very very good mood very good evening this evening yes it's been a good week definitely what have you been up to this week uh not much just um sorting myself out getting myself ready for the new academic year and, um, yeah, been working, um, had a couple of Saints matches to watch in on the way as well. Yeah. And, yeah, definitely lifted the spirit. How about you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've, no, I've been busy. I was, um, I was actually camping in the week. Happy so, yeah, camping. Yeah, it's been, it was fine. Um, but like you say, two games to go through, so, and a little bit of news to start off with as well. So, yeah, it's all, um, it's all good at the moment. Mood is, mood is good. So, yeah. Right, should we go with, with a little bit of news? Well, I mean, there's the good news and bad news. What should we start with? Oh, um, what's the bad news? Um, I suppose it's, it depends how you look at it. Shall we, shall we look at the August Exodus then? Oh, the oh, okay. Well, so I'm guessing. Well, last week you actually you touched on the the rumor that Harrison Reed was possibly yeah. moving out to Blackburn, and that has actually happened now. So yeah, another, another season out on loan for him. Yeah, see why it's happened, though. Well. Yeah, well, to me, it just seems like that he's never going to be good enough now. I mean, he's had a year at Norwich last season. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's... I remember when, God, it was 2010, and I was training him on FIFA from the youth <laughs> team, um, and he still hasn't broken through now. So, no, yeah. no, that's the thing. He's not going to be good enough. Hughes doesn't, doesn't have him in his plans. That's it. He doesn't want him. He's 23. Yeah. You know, this is the time that he needs to be playing for Saints re- regular. And I thought this was going to be a season, you know, spending a, a year away at Norwich. But no, doesn't seem to be. Um, no. And also, not only that, um, the two Jakes have moved along as well. Uh, Jake Hesketh and Flanagan. Jake Flanagan mm-hmm. have moved to Burton Albion. But that's only till January. OK, so um, that's sensible, I think. 
I think those two are going to get a lot of first team action because they've gone down to League One. Um, mm. They'll be playing playing a lot of um, a lot of football this season. Well, until January anyway. That that'll be good for them. And lastly, um, Sam McQueen switches to Middlesbrough for the year. That yeah. one, I was a bit a bit shocked at that one. I mean, still, I mean, what is he third choice there? Well, he was second choice last year because obviously um, Target was out at Fulham last season. He's also 23. But you know what, though? He's had like a lot. He's had more first team football than Reed, Heskiff, and Flanagan combined. He's also had Europa League experience and he's also got an England under 21 cap as well. So this was, you know, he's the, the main person that was going to get some some action this season and he's gone now so but I mean of all the teams to go to I mean Middlesbrough with yeah. Tony Pulis isn't it I mean they've got to be one of the favourites to go up so oh yeah I mean they're still undefeated they're up there I mean mm. but having said that do you think he's going to get a lot of first team football or um, is he I mean, going to be a bench player I don't know what the competition's like there but yeah well this is what I mean I mean they're a top tier and they'll probably be playing Premier League football next year so what's the what's the point of him going there I mean He's only going to be sat on the bench at both clubs. Well, I mean, if that's the way it turns out, then, yeah, that, that's a real shame. Because, um, yeah, I mean, he's one of the players that you want to see more of. Yeah, so, I mean, out of all those players that have gone... I mean, looking back at, at Harrison Reed, <coughs> I mean, he's not broken to the first team. Because I guess you can say he's had competition at his role. I mean, he had it from Schneiderlin and Wanyama uh, and Romeu as well. And two of those were players of the year for Saints. So he's not really had a fair shape. Sam no. McQueen has. He had a good go at it. Obviously, Heskiff and Flanagan, yeah, they're, they're way down the pecking order. But, yeah, McQueen, I don't know. I really, really expected him to be playing. So, that, you know, that leaves us two left-backs with um, Bertrand and um, Target. But if one of those gets injured or suspended, then, you know, what are we going to do? We've got no backup there. Call him back out of loan. You could do, yeah, at a cost. So, altogether, that's what's so Alfie Jones has gone to St Mirren. Josh Sims, Sim, Josh Sims has gone to Reading. Harrison Reed's mm-hmm. gone to Blackburn. Jake Heskiff and Jake Flanagan have gone to Burton. And Sam McQueen's gone to Borough. So it's... Well, Ryan Seeger as well. Oh, yeah, Ryan Seeger went out at the start. I can't remember where Ryan Seeger... I think he went over to um to Holland, Holland somewhere, didn't he? Um, t- uh, Telstar, was it? Oh, Telstar, yeah. Um, so it's, I think it's, 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 it's a thinner squad. Definitely. But... I mean, Turkish players, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, but but then you must look at it this way and think, well, Mark Hughes has got a plan. He's looked at all his players, everyone that he's got, including the youth, and thinking, right, this is what I want to do for the rest of the season. I know exactly who I want. I don't need these. You know, that's a plan. He seems like he's got a plan now. And also, he's going to have to take the Carabao Cup seriously now because he's not got any any youth left to blood. That's it. He's going to have to put his first team out against... Well, in any in any cup game now. Well, I mean, if you say that, but I mean, you look at the team he put out, which is a strong team. But I mean, they they've been so far this season, well, default or otherwise, second choice players, and it's a strong team. Yeah, you could so say there's that. There's a lot of competition. Yeah, there's a lot of players. I mean, that that Brighton game in the week, there was a lot. There's a lot of players that needed a lot of football. So, mm. so yeah, I mean, the, the the current team that he's left with, you could probably fill two teams out of it. Sure. Yeah, definitely. But there's no youth, is there? There's no, there's no one coming through now, because they're all. And it's early days in, in the season as well. I mean, we, we, yep. we could hit an injury-bound um, period and then be without players for a while. He exactly. Be out suspended, key players. So yeah, it's just fingers risky. crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed mm. that none of our fullbacks get an, get an injury because we're already light at right back, and now I think we're a little bit lighter. We are lighter at left back. 
So if anything happens yeah. to Cedric or Bertrand, I think we're going to be in trouble. It's going to be makeshift. Fullback. And on the wings as well. Like, yeah. I mean, we're all right in the centre of the field. Well, anywhere, but it's just the wings, isn't it? And another thing in the news I want to talk about is this um, one signing to report. Oh, yeah. We so, Yankovic. Yeah. <laughs> 16-year-old yeah. Swiss starlet, Alexandra Yankovic. Yeah, not yeah. Al Yankovic. <laughs> We Al Jankovic, that's what I'm going to call him. Right, okay. <laughs> um, from Savet in Switzerland. Geneva, yeah. And under a, um, an initial scholarship, mm. so he'll he'll train and play with the under-18s and under-23s, presumably. Um, very little known about him. Yeah, I think I did mention age. him. Did I not mention him a while back? I can't even remember, but um, yeah, I heard the rumours. Yeah, I mean, all I've heard is word of mouth, basically, but I mm. did check him out i tried to find out every little thing i could on him mate he looks very very good yeah he's, he's pretty hot apparently oh, he looks good he looks very good um playing against kids his own age he stands out he looks like a man amongst boys mm. he loves a tackle he's demanding the ball he's quick he's strong he attracted interest actually from man united spurs and juventus supposedly so and he obviously preferred to go to southampton Obviously, so yeah, you need to you need to check him out. I mean, I, I can send you a link if you like, but yeah, he. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, I, I'm excited about him, but who knows? In five or six years' time, he could be playing for Liverpool. <laughs> well, he's got to play for us first. <laughs> yeah. Give me, give well, he me might he might have a couple of games. He might have three or four games, and then they send him out on loan, and then Liverpool will snap him up, and he'd be one of the best players in the country. Ah, oh, I need enough time to think up a decent chance. <laughs> We are Okay, so the last bit of news I want to touch on is the call-up for Alex McCarthy yeah. to the England squad. At last! Yeah, well finally. Well deserved. Yes, yes. Finally, the Saints player in the team. Yes, and I also, I, I mean, I said in our preview show that if Alex had started the last, you know, started last season, then I've got no doubt that he would have been on the plane to Russia. So, th- yeah, mm. really, really pleased for him. It's been good. Um, and actually, yeah, so England played their first game since the bronze medal match at St. Petersburg, where they, oh, lost, yeah. where they lost 2-0 to Belgium. Yeah, let's um, talk about that. Yeah. Um, so they play against Spain on mm-hmm. Saturday the 8th, 8th yeah. a quarter to eight kickoff. That's live on Sky Sports. And then three days later, Tuesday the 11th, they play Switzerland at Leicester's King Power. Um, mm-hmm. That's an 8pm kickoff, and that's also on Sky Sports. One All of right. Them's, one of them's I don't nations have Sky League. You don't have Sky Sports, no, of course, but you'll pick yeah. it up anyway. Um, yeah. One of them's the uh, Nations League game, and the other one's just been billed as the uh, Kick It Out International. Yeah, is there anything else you want to add on this, Kev? Um, well, yeah, there's a few other call-ups as well for the um, non-English players. Um, Stuart Armstrong has got a call-up for Scotland. Um, I mean, he had his first camp last year. So, yeah, Alex McLeish is Scotland. Uh, they got friendly against Belgium, and yep. uh, they're playing Albania in the Nations League. They're both at home. So, you could, you could see him in action. Um, Stephen Davis, uh, Northern Ireland captain. Um, he's had over 100 caps now. Um, and um, he's hoping to get on the pitch for the first time in 10 months. Uh, that'd be against Bosnia and Herzegovina in the Nations League. And they're playing Israel in a friendly. Uh, Shane Long, Ireland's most capped player. Um, he'll be in Martin O'Neill's Island squad. Um, they're playing Wales in the Nations League, and uh, they've got a friendly away in Poland. Uh, Moe Lenusi, 
uh, our Norwegian wonderman. Um, he's going to be playing for Norway, hopefully, with his cousin Tarek uh, in the Nations League wow. uh, against Bulgaria and Cyprus. And he's already had 16 caps. Yeah. Um, so he's, 16 caps, he's quite well rooted in that Norway squad. Um, and then, yeah, a few more. Jan Bagnarek, who unfortunately we haven't seen much of this season. Um, yeah, he's going to possibly uh, be on the pitch uh, facing Shane Long. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he played all three opponent matches in, in the World Cup. So um, Played well as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he scored a goal as well. Mm -hmm. and a brilliant World Cup. That's why I'm, I'm disappointed we haven't seen much of him this season. But, um, yeah, um, I imagine he'd be there in, in the, in the centre of defence. Um, they go to Italy uh, and then, yeah, then they play in Ireland. Um, Yannick Vestergaard, oh, great Dane. Um, they've got a, event, a friendly against Slovakia. That's in Turnava. And then uh, Denmark are at home against Wales in the Nation League. Uh, in Aarhus and um, Cedric Suarez a wee Portuguese man he's going to be playing in a friendly against Croatia World Cup final losers um, <laughs> and <laughs> um, then yeah then they're playing Italy in the Nations League and finally Mauro Lamina is playing for the mighty Gabon uh, against Burundi yes. at home that's in an African Cup of Nations qualifier. I should be watching um, that one. Yeah, it's going to be a thriller. Well, I'm, I'm probably going to hold out um, for their friendly against Zambia at home wow. in, their, in their main stadium. Do you remember your capital of Gabon? I have no idea. Libreville. That's where it's going to be. So, yeah, if you're free... Uh, if you're free next weekend, I'd uh, take a trip out there. It sounds like it's going to be a thriller. Let's do it. Um, Me and you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, only other mention is um, Angus Gunn. He, he saw his uh, first Saints action uh, this week uh, in the EFL Cup, Cup yeah. game against yeah, Brighton, um, keeping a clean sheet. So um, maybe you can do the same for the England on 21s, uh, Carroll Road against the Netherlands, and then. Uh, there's a European Under-21 Championship qualifier in Latvia. Uh, so, yeah, good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to all the uh, home nations and all the same yeah. players. Yeah, up the Saints in your respective nations. Yes. Welcome to the second half, and let's go straight into the Brighton game on Tuesday night in the Carabao Cup second round. So it's bright it finished Brighton nil, Saints 1. A yes, Charlie Austin yes. goal in the 88th minute. Dying embers of the game. What do you think about that then, Kev? Well, I mean, it was a Tuesday night thriller. Um, yes. <laughs> had us all on the edge of our seats, um, listening to our radios or whatever we could get hold of. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, normally I can fish out some sort of stream or other, but this was pretty well guarded. It was. So it was, yeah, there was nothing nothing much out there. I mean, I was camping on Tuesday night, so I couldn't go to the game. I had to listen on the car radio. Um, <laughs> with the door open. Though. With the door open, yeah. <laughs> Sat in my <laughs> chair, had a couple of beers and just listened to the game. Um, really, really pleased that Gunn got his debut. Yoshida yes. and, and Bednarik got some much-needed minutes, and I think yeah, Stevens played right-back, didn't he? Yep. Um, and yeah, target, target started as well, I 
think. Mm. Yeah, target started on the left. Um, Davison, Romeo Holden, James Ward-Prowse, Stuart Armstrong and Elianisi attacking midfield, leaving mm. Gabby, up, uh, Gabby up top on his own. Yeah, but Strong I mean... Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's um, our second line, to use yeah. a hockey terminology, but yeah, looking at nice, that team, I like it. strong. It's, it's very strong and um, a bit unusual. I mean, okay, four at the back, he seems to have um, decided that's the best way to go. But yeah, two holding midfielders. Um, Which I like. Yeah, yeah, three kind of attacking midfielders. Yeah, and, I like um, that. I like that 4-2-3-1 formation, I do. Yeah, I mean, it's worked for us in the past when we had Banyama and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, but, yeah, I mean, Romeo and, well, I mean, Ward-Prowse was playing more of a holding role throughout most of the game, so it was, that, it was a little bit unusual. Well, that's the thing, I mean, you could, they say, they were playing two holding midfielders and the three attacking, but then, as you say, George mm. James Ward-Prowse was playing deep, so they could revert to a 4-3-3, you know, mm. on the fly, which was good. Um so they kind of cancelled each other out for yeah most part of the match. I mean, Saints seemed to be in control, but just yeah not really trying yeah, for it was golf. it was very slow paced. Um, lots of empty seats as well, but not from the Saints. Fans. Um, they showed Saints. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but it kind of had the feel of a pre-season friendly, and you know a lot of a lot of the players were looking for match sharpness, like the two centre halves, um, Yoshida and Bednarek. Mm. Um, and it was not a nice little start for Stephen Davis. Um, Armstrong as well. He had a he had a real opportunity. I know he's been involved, but he you know he had a knock against Burnley in the open game, mm. um, and then he had to settle for the bench. And he, he was only playing. He was only coming on with a few minutes to go, so he hadn't really really got into the action this season. No, but he then didn't, he didn't really do anything. I mean, he got taken off. Himself. I think. No. I mean, come. I think Redmond come on for him in that game. That's right. Like just with about ten minutes to go. Yeah. Um, he didn't really. I think he, it's probably Even before that, when when Gallagher came on, I think it started to sort of heat up a little bit. Um, it definitely gave a lot of pace there and gave us more attacking options. And it, when uh, Redmond and Austin came on, that double substitution, it was sort of just all out, yeah, all or nothing. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, Hughes went all in, and it just showed again that he's, he's willing to to take the risks and make decisive changes. Um, and, and this time it's worked out, so I'm, I'm really pleased for him. Well, th- this is it. Like, he had, like I said, he had a strong lineup, and it, it proved that he was taking it seriously. But the three substitutions mm. that he made, he brought on Austin, Redmond, and Gallagher, three attacking players. Mm. He wanted to win this game. Definitely. Um, yeah, he had a point to prove. Yeah. Um, he made the um, the three attacking changes. Redmond come on, looked good. He set up the goal. Um, yeah. Say Gallagher come on as well. Yeah, and two points. Yeah, two of those players that come on linked up for the goal. I mean, you know, the Redmond cross for the Austin winning Austin, header. Yeah. Mm. And Redmond, yeah, Redmond's been brilliant this season. He's been a different player. Um, he's, been a, he's been a constant would you, threat. Would you believe that it's been, that was his 150th game for the Saints? Is that right? No, I didn't know yeah. that. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. And wow. um, was all that talk in the pre-season, whilst all the other players were often on the international duty or on the beach or whatever he was in in their training throughout the summer it was definitely showing he's really yeah. determined this season to make a mark i mean at the at the moment he's he's the first man on the team sheet i think i think he's been the best player this yeah. season yeah definitely solid in there every week yeah but i mean the the whole the performance wasn't great it wasn't a pretty win but a win's a win it was a clean sheet for um for gun as well he was great yeah 
and they got put into the hat for the third round. That's all you want. And that draw yep. was on Thursday night, and I'm sure you're aware. Um, we're heading back to Goodison. <laughs> yeah, it's our favourite fixture. <laughs> <laughs> so Everton away. Um, hopefully they won't field a, a strong team, and we can take advantage of that. Well, I mean, you're basically just like the same against Brighton. I mean, um, Everton have struggled at times this season, so maybe they will rest most of their best players. Yeah, hopefully. Take advantage of that. Yeah, I totally agree. And that game is um, scheduled for Wednesday, the 26th of September. Yeah, hopefully it'll be on TV of some kind and we can watch it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. There's a there's a pretty tasty tie in that uh, third round. So a, which one are you thinking of? Are you, I'm thinking of the Chelsea-Liverpool one. Mm, I mean, can they only show one match? I mean, yeah, on Sky Sports they will, and also Man right. United have got Derby as well. That'd be a quite interesting one to watch. Mm. But, yeah, is it, is it Frank Lampard's Derby? It is Frank Lampard's Derby. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that could be interesting as well. Well, again, well if it comes to it, we'll just have to listen to radio silent. That will probably be the case because I'm not going to Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the commentary's better as well. Yeah. Yeah, so um, there were two games this week. Yeah. Um, well, one was slightly more important than the other. I mean, yeah, other than the EFL Cup game. Um, Saints oh, I don't know, though. Back... Hang on. It was a South Coast derby, don't forget. Um, well, we, we, they might not forget it, but we seem to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what can we call it? The A27 plus M27 derby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Palace away. Two 0 Yeah, I mean, tough fixture looking at it, but um, yeah, two 0 victory. Um, yeah, incredible. Massive three points. Yeah, I, mean, I think we had we had a little bit of luck. I mean, when the team sheets were announced and Zaha wasn't on it, um, we sort of think that our yep. Christmases had all come at once. But I but, mean, you know what, though, I mean. The, the, Mark Hughes's team, it was it was unchanged from that heartbreaking loss to Leicester. Mm. Um, to me, that shows a lot of faith, belief, confidence in his team because I mean he did. It also backs up what he said in his post-match conference when he said, um, "Just if we know what we need to do is keep playing like that and we'll win." And he was right. Yeah, because yeah, bold, assertive. Yeah. And he could have he could have started Charlie Austin from his midweek goal. And also, yeah. I think I think Ings was nursing a little foot injury as well. So yeah, he could have put Austin in, but he didn't. He stuck with it. I um, mean, he could have taken the hoot out for um, Yoshida. Or he's still, Marek. yep, still yeah. sticking with, sticking to his guns, and it's fair enough, and it has paid off. And like you say, yeah. the, the the Zaha thing as well. Like, I think he missed like nine games for Palace last season, and he lost all of them. He lost all of them. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. You know, he's <laughs> he's the heartbeat of that of that team. Yeah, I mean, they had a sort of a mixed bag going into it. Um, had a strong showing against Fulham in the first match, and then lose to Liverpool, Watford, um, beat Swansea uh, away in the cup. So, I mean, the, yeah, they were they were off the back of a one 0 win in uh, in the cup away as well. So, in the cup, yeah, but I mean, in the league, yeah. that's now three losses in a row to them. Um, they're going to struggle. I think that defence isn't isn't good enough. I mean, if Saints can mm. score two goals against them, then you've got problems. I mean, well, <laughs> well, hang on, don't don't uh, get too down on that team. Cause, um, <laughs> yeah, we looked in in control for pretty much all of the match. I'd say okay, there were 
times in the first half where Crystal Palace looked like they could be dangerous, but um, nothing to be too worried about. I think the, the only thing um, we should, well, the only time we were made to be nervous is well after we scored a goal because you know what you know what happens <laughs> that, when we yeah. do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and... I, I thought it was a carbon copy of the Leicester game. If I'm honest, I thought the opening. Yeah. It was like I mean the, the opening goal came right at the start of the second half as well. Couldn't really do a lot. But yeah, I want to talk. Actually, I want to talk the goal with you because I mean, well, d- discuss the the Ings opener. Um, it's a good goal. I mean, um, <laughs> Ings gets to it. I mean, Suarez um, makes that long pass there. Um, yeah, this goes is... right yeah. past Sacco and Kelly. Long. Um, I don't know what he was doing. Again, falling on his ass. But um, yeah, Ings gets to it and that makes the keeper and. Um, one Long is just that decoy. That's what he wants to do. It's just yeah. We said this last week, didn't we? Yeah. That it was a dummy. And, he's, yeah, um... he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> maybe we should be quiet about this. Um, maybe we should cut this out because that might be Mark Hughes's little secret weapon. Yeah. Well, no, because I mentioned it last time and it actually worked again. So let's just keep on keep on going with it. Yeah. See, I thought. The goal was a terrible defensive error. I thought Sacco and Kelly were, oh, they got in a right mix. Absolutely terrible. You tell me now, right, if that had been the other way around, if Crystal Palace had scored like that against us, I would have been fuming. Like, that defence, that was terrible. Well, I mean, you know it would be hoot looking the other way when it, when yeah. it came across. But, um, and um, Yannick Vestergaard, I don't know, trying to tackle somebody else at the same time. And then go, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Okay, yeah, that that happened. Um, but again, I mean, these these are sort of the chances that have been happening for us, and we just haven't been making the best of them. True. But yeah. um, Ings saw an opportunity and took yep, it. Yeah, absolutely. He was um, in the right place at the right time and capitalised on it. Fair enough. Nice little tap in. Yeah. Good. I mean, that's the first thing done, but can we hold out after the goal? That's no, this is it, though. I had that sinking feeling, because whenever Saints score, they relax. Then yeah. they concede. And took I thought, a weight off their shoulders. And yeah. then yeah, and straight thought, afterwards, James MacArthur has that long shot that hits the bar. Oh, God, yeah, at the crossbar. Christ, I mean, shit myself. Yeah. And this is it. I mean, it's the same pattern I thought we're going to do. I, I was saying, this is it. We're gonna, it's going to be 1-1 or they're going to lose 2-1. I can see this happening now. But they didn't know, and they didn't sit back after that. There was a couple well, of no. Apache bit, like you said, like with the MacArthur hitting the crossbar. But Saints went searching for a second. Saints went searching for that second goal. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the, um, about holding back, um, we kind of yeah didn't quite get back and defend properly for a little while. There were a bit, of, there were a few scrappy moments before we really got into the swing of it for mm-hmm. I don't know, about 10, 15 minutes, and there was that really nervous scramble um, in the penalty area. Oh God, yeah, the ping pong moment, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Benteke, Benana, they all had a bash and no one could quite get it in. But yeah, McCarthy definitely showed us um, what he's worth there. Oh, yeah. yeah Incredible saves. Yeah. And then um, I think it was his saves really that just sort of showed that, we, yeah, we can do it, you know. And um, then we looked um, a lot more assertive. Yeah. And, I think and this I think... is um, Mark Hughes' in-game, in-game management, though. I think this is the way that we need to be playing and should be playing. And it's paid off. Because I say they didn't sit back after they had a couple of yeah as I say they had a couple of scares they went mm. for the second goal and you know they pressed and they got a penalty and I don't oh, know God. what Juan Basaka was doing seemingly trying to pick the ball up <laughs> well yeah just 
flagrant handball there. Um, and yeah, Austin had just come on yep. uh, for Shane Long. Um, yeah, I think I think when when Austin came on, we we felt um, a bit more galvanised. But yeah, that that, that penalty was. Pretty bad. That was a bit tame on it. It was a yeah, soft straight down the middle. I, mean, I was yeah. watching in during preseason. I was watching Charlie Austin practice his penalties, and he was smacking him in the top corners. He wasn't missing any. And I, I, I said to a couple of mates, I said, he's not going to miss a penalty this season. And what does he do? The first fucking one he gets, does that. Didn't take Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Well, well, and yeah, again, and then straight after that, you think, oh, maybe that's taken the wind out of our sails, and um, yeah, I mean, another couple of shots there, um, but we, we just dealt with them, you know, and, and um, we look confident. Yeah. Like I think with about, with about 10, 15 minutes to go, I think then they brought on um, uh, Romeo and Target, I think, Target come on, mm. didn't they? and um, yeah, just to see out the game then. And then they caught him on the counter, and it was a lovely cool mm. finish from um, Hoiberg, two minutes into stoppage time, and that was mm. it. You know, and I've, yeah, always, I mean, I've always said that Hoiberg is brilliant. Yes, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I mean, you can love, <laughs> you can love him or hate him um, occasionally at the same time, but here, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he needed that performance, didn't he? That was his redemption. Yeah, definitely redeemed himself there. He needed it. Um, yeah, not just Hoiberg. I think Cedric, um, yeah, I've been a bit unsure of him uh, this season. Um, but um, when Matt Target came on, I mean, Cedric was just out there wide and, and seemed to just um, deal with everything that, that, that came to him. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Cedric... Just a palace was stunned. Yeah. Uh, two, actually, the two players that I've been critical of... The, you know, not not just this season, but like last season as well, as Hoiberg and, and Hoot. And I think both of those yeah. players had a really good game. I think Hoot was much better. Yeah. This is by far his best performance of, of the season. Um, and yeah, yeah, he's been playing of, Mark Hughes now. So. Yeah, a couple of wild shots there um, in the first half. And um, yeah, that, that, that goal in the second. And it was just, just that kind of cheeky little goal, you know, um, and behind the keeper. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just love the look on his face when he scored. It's yeah, like, yep. it was great. <laughs> that was that that moment of relief as well from the fans. Yeah. It's so yeah. oh, it's brilliant. Just what we needed. So who I'm going to go and ask you straight away? Who was your man of the match? Um, yeah, without a doubt, um, Alex McCarthy. Because I'm I really think they, yeah, okay. I think he saved their asses in that game. Um, just uh, a few key saves. I mean, yeah. um, against. Benteke from point blank range. Oh yeah, that three yard header. Yeah. Mm, um, Brilliant. Well, yeah, but, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, not just that though, but um, yeah, a few long shots that he saved. Um, at the end, uh, Van Arnholt and MacArthur seemed to be, I mean, desperately, but still, um, getting shots into the box, and and he dealt with them with composure and yeah, Schroeder's wise. Uh, number one choice so yeah, I, th- I think he's my man so who's your who's your contender I'm well I, as I say I, I, I think Hoiberg was was, mm. was the best player on the field I'm not going to yeah. take anything away from McCarthy I thought he had a blinding game as well Cedric played well Hoot played well um, yeah everyone everyone played everyone did their part I think everyone did it well nobody mm. made any glaring errors um, but yeah I, no. I'm going to say Hoiberg so Hoiberg okay 
I think that's fair enough. But yeah, I mean, you look at the team sheet. I don't. I don't think there's anybody you can say that um, that they didn't do much. Um, I mean, even looking at um, Lamina and Oyunusi, um Yeah, Lamina with his little little uh, flicks that he likes to do there, and Elianusi yeah. um, on set pieces. Elianusi um, at the crossbar as well at one point as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So and. Even our usual suspects, who and well, for me, I'm always a little suspicious of Cedric. I don't know how we can trust him to defend against set pieces um, in the goal map. But um, yeah, he found his place there as well. So yeah, absolutely, I'm pleased with everyone. Yep. Okay, so that puts us 12th position in the league on four points now. Yeah. That's something to build on. That's good. Um, Definitely respectful. No games next week, obviously, because of the international games. Um, mm-hmm. But they return at St Mary's on Monday the 17th against Brighton. Yeah, so at home Brighton, this time. Yeah, at home. And then followed on the Saturday the 22nd um, at Anfield against Liverpool. So, yeah, that's... um. going to be a piece of piss, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's not going to be in doubt, is it? Going to have that one. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to the extra time period. Our chance to check in with our predictions, fantasy football, emails, etc. Um, yeah, so predictions from last week. I predicted the Brighton game would be a 2-1 Brighton win. Mm-hmm. Whilst you and went, what did I predict? You predicted a 1-0 Saints win. And what happened? It was a 1-0 Saints win. All right. Fucking <laughs> yeah. hell. <laughs> the first time of the season. You've been waiting to say that all fucking week, haven't you? Yeah, well, all season. <laughs> <laughs> so that gives you a 10-7 lead. Um, oh, brilliant. Yeah. And then um, on to the Palace game, I predicted a 1-0 Palace win. Uh, and you went 2-1 to Saints. So you were very unlucky there not to get the full five. But you got two points for it. So that makes it overall 12-7 to you. Excellent. So... Um, I'm going to do predictions for next. I'm going to do the next two games because by the next time we podcast, the two games will be over. So I'm going to say Brighton, we're going to win 2-0. 2-0? I'm going to say 2-0 home win. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to go for a repeat of the um, cup fixture and have us get another 1-0 victory. Just just rolling it over the line. Okay. Um, and Liverpool, I, uh, I'm going to have to go 3-1 Liverpool. Wow, you're joking. Um, okay. Um, yeah, no, I was... why, why would I be joking? No, 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 just because I was going to say exactly the same score. Oh, okay. Um, That's fine. Because, oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm just going to try and be different then. Um, and I'm gonna oh, go you're very different. Not now. very different. Yeah, Free I'm going to have Liverpool to get a clean sheet. As to some... Yeah, sorry, lads. But... I mean, they're, they're, they're looking very dangerous this season. Liverpool, yeah. Four wins from four. Um, yeah, top of the league. Yeah, looking looking good. Um, Mane, Saints reject. Um, scoring a lot of goals already this year. Lalana can't get in the team. Um, mm-hmm. Van Dyke's looking good. The goalkeeper's not looking too hot though at the moment. Really? Did you not see? No. Oh, oh, you need to watch. He had a little bit of a, a mishap against Leicester. So the ball ah. was played. Van Dyke played the ball back to him. He went to go and pick it up on the edge of the box. Got closed down by Inacho and he tried a Cruyff turn. 
Oh, God. Ian actually got um, the ball, put the ball across like the box. Just like Carter did that Yeah, time. and oh, Leicester put it is. in. So, yeah. But, I mean, Liverpool won anyway, so it didn't really matter. But, I mean, he, he was warned. I mean, I think he did that in the first two games. He was warned then that he should stop playing the ball and just get rid of it. But, you know, he's Brazilian, isn't he? They want to <laughs> they wanna play the ball. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the one uh, match from yesterday that I didn't watch the highlights of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, well, they, they, well, they, yeah, they, they were good. They, they deserved the win. Um, but yeah, Allison had a little bit of a, a little bit of an error. So yeah, check it out. <laughs> the carriest moment. Yeah, yeah it, it continues. Um, is there anything we should be afraid of against Brighton? Do you think? Nah. I mean, nah. We've, see, we've seen what they've got to offer. No, we haven't. though. I mean, they put out the reserve squad basically. Not really reserve squad. I mean, they had a seventeen million pounds new signing on the team. Um, I wouldn't really say that's a reserve. I mean, wasn't he on the bench yesterday? Yeah, yeah, he was on the bench yesterday. But I mean, mm, when you pay, sorry. I think maybe he's just waiting to get waiting to get Matt Sharp again. Um, you got Glenn Murray, who's what thirty five years old. You can who knows knows where the goal is. Yeah, um, I mean, he knows which way the referee's looking as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and you got Pascal Grace as well. He's a really good, really good player. Anthony Knockhart. Um, yeah, they are what yeah. they are. They can be exploited. The defence isn't that great again, so I'm not. I'm not too worried. I mean, as I say, that's why I've gone for a home win. There. I think Saints will shut them out two 0 um, Yeah. And we're just Liverpool are just going to be too, have too much for us. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. Um. So, fantasy football. You know, <laughs> I, I don't think I've checked it since it's been updated since the, since today's games. But the last time I checked, I think I was on like 40 points. Um. Oh, for the week. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're on 40. Um, that puts you on 130 for the season. Um, still awesome. bottom, but, oh, yeah. but you're keeping up, I think. Yeah, but um, I, I missed a week. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. I mean, you, you had a handicap, but um, wouldn't let that disencourage you. Um, our top of the week, the no, fuck yeah, top of the week. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yes, top of the league this week. He's only got 42 points this week so far, but um, yeah, 222 for the season is uh, still Graham Urban with his Cedric Kipre legends. Can anyone explain that to me? Um, to get then Real Deal FC, Marcus Fanshaw, um, uh, 216 for the season, and then your very own by Kevin Cousin, 63 for the week, 212 for the season. 63. Oh, yeah, improvement on last week. Yeah, that's because um, you had everyone sent off. Well, um, I did manage to transfer out um, a lot of my bad boys. Um, I brought in Pedro and Lucas Mora. Yeah, I actually, I noticed you say you transferred out your bad boys, but you actually kept Hoiberg in the team and he fucking scored. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was on the bench, but he came in for the injured Zaha, so everything worked out nicely. Ah, oh, tosser. No, my, so, my, my team wasn't working. I mean, I got Ings who scored and Aubameyang scored, but other than that, my defence was terrible. I mean, I never expected the the Watford and, and Spurs uh, result and I had to I've got two Spurs centre halves. So mm. That cost me. Still got Bertrand on the bench though for some reason. Yeah, I I just looked at the um I just, to be fair, I think I could have put him in this week. I could have made a made a, a couple of substitutions or transfers this week but I didn't but no, I, I felt I felt brave I was going to go for it. And I, yeah, I and it didn't really work. Yeah. Luckily, he didn't play because um, Vestergaard subbed him and um, he kept a clean sheet. So, 
Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's good. And hey ho, you still got the best team name in my opinion. Oh yeah, Lord of the Ings. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, right, is there anything else you want to talk about this week? Our ongoing chant challenge uh, saw us put our Stuart Armstrong chants into a video form onto our Twitter. And uh, we had a, a quick straw poll uh, of which one went down best. Um, my sex bomb chant uh, did trump your shotgun to 71% to 29%. Christ, was it really that bad? I thought it was really good, but um, your your video actually had more views than mine, like way more. Um, I think mine had about 50 and yours had about 70. So clearly it was just your friends voting without even looking then? I don't know. I mean, I don't know who watches that, but um, <laughs> yeah. No, to be fair, hands down, yours was far better than mine. Um, so but yeah. again, your your one really warmed on me and Laura's one that she, that she suggested in the previous episode. Um, I really enjoyed that. The more I thought about it, the more it made me giggle. Um, but yeah, so that that was that. And we've got our ongoing um, Wesley Hoot chant. Uh, so, I mean, he's had a, a bit of a mixed uh, yeah, you season can't, last you, season. You can't this. have a jive at him now because he had a good game. Um, I mean, but he had a, I mean, he does have good games, but um, <laughs> it does go wrong sometimes. I and mean, for him, when it goes wrong, oh my God, it goes very wrong. Um, so. Yeah, friend. Like I said, friendly driving. So we love you, mate, but you do balls up occasionally. <laughs> um, have you got anything for us, Ray? Uh, no. Okay. Um, me neither. But <laughs> I have a very good concept for you. Um, so I think um, we need to work on this together, and uh, we've got. A fortnight off season for us to work on this so early next week uh, we can put it to video and uh, release it to our loyal twitter fans if you think so yeah that video will be up for you to enjoy next week uh but we won't be back for another fortnight or so right that's right because um yeah the internationals and all that but um we'll be back for brighton and liverpool games we, we'll do a podcast on the 23rd um, yep so yeah we'll tune in for that don't miss that one also the England games on Saturday against Spain and Tuesday against Switzerland so um, get those St George flags out again yeah I'll dust off my England shirt from the cupboard there see its first action since the World Cup yeah um, as usual you can contact us on in that number podcast at gmail.com follow us on Twitter at number podcast or me at Ray Hunt 84 or Kevin at Moscow Mush you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, anything else, Kev? Um, just a great positive note to end on, and um, I hope we carry it on. Um, yep. And we have another positive podcast uh, next time we meet. Absolutely. And up the Saints. Up the Saints. Oh, staying, up, yeah. staying up. <laughs> staying up. <laughs> Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.